It's been raining a lot lately in Singapore. Is that because of climate change or is that just how it is? Well, there's yes and no. So we are in the rainy season right now so that we can expect a lot of rain. But climate change definitely has a part to play in kind of the just the sheer amount of rain that we've had. You, I mean, you know, we've had rain nonstop for days and climate change definitely has a, at least a little bit of a part to play in that. Yeah. Can you tell me more about the nonprofit that you have co-founded? Sure. So I co-founded it with four friends and it's called Green Check. So what we do is we look at groups tackling climate change in their communities in Southeast Asia and Latin America. And we help them get donations, help them better their skills, help them connect with donors and other groups taking action against the climate change. So we want to really help these groups because we're all in this together and want to see where will be um, how we can help these groups grow and help them create the impact that they want to create. Why only Southeast Asia and Latin America? There's also lots of climate change in other places. Why are you focusing on only these two? You're absolutely right. So climate change affects everyone, but we chose these two areas specifically for two reasons. One, because we have a lot of connections already within these two regions. So this would be a good starting point for us. Eventually we do hope to expand to reach other parts of the world, but also we think that there's a lot of potential in Southeast Asia and Latin America in the sense that there's a lot of groups that could use, um, that could use funding, that can use connections and a network to achieve their goals and to help combat climate change. What are some of the organizations you work with? So, so far we haven't confirmed any of our partner organizations. We're actually in the process of confirming them. Um, so by the end of next month, if you ask me again, I'll be able to give you um, some examples. But right now we're looking at groups that do advocacy work, which means they um, promote and encourage climate action either to the general public or to um, you know, governments. But also, we're also looking at uh, climate action groups that do specific um, solutions. So thinking about, maybe not specifics, maybe specifics not the right word, but they do projects like coral restoration because corals are being affected by climate change and they're dying out, um, or thinking about renewable energy and things like that. So there's a huge broad spectrum of groups that we hope to work with. But as of right now, we haven't confirmed any of them. Climate change is really sad because... I've always wanted to go to like very icy places like Antarctica and all of those places. But sadly, all the ice is me- melting there. Well, you can still go and visit them. The ice is definitely melting, but I don't think that should stop you from going to see these places if you want to see them. Is there a link where my listeners can donate to Green Check? Right now, our website isn't live, but I will keep you updated. So your listeners can come and donate to our wonderful partner groups that we will have. And so that you can also contribute to doing your part to help fight climate change. What can me and my listeners do to help contribute? Um, apart from helping Green Check, you can also support other local climate action groups. You can also do exactly what you're doing. So cutting down on plastic, using metal straws. Um, But also there's other things like only buying what you need so that you don't create unnecessary waste. You can also, I think this is really important, 
You can also write letters and emails to our ministers encouraging them to take climate action because they have a lot of power to make big changes and do a lot of good. So we should encourage them to do so. Yeah, I think the government is already aware, but to make them more aware and ask them to like reduce the amount of plastic bags a lot, I think that would be a good idea. I think so too. You should write an email or write a letter to them. And also Singapore is filled with lots of one-time use plastic, like in hawker centers, the plastic bags they give you to take away in the hawker centers. I think even the hawker centers should stop using that. Yeah, they can do their best. We can also do our best by bringing our own um, our own cutlery, our own um, containers. So similar to metal straws, right? We can bring our own forks and spoons, our own bowls. And then the Parker Center aunties and uncles can put our food in these bowls so that they don't have to use the plastic. Me and my parents already use, like we already take our own cutlery. That's great. That's wonderful. Mm-hmm. What got you interested in environmental issues? Um, well, when I was younger, I've always liked animals. I really, really loved animals and I would read lots of books on them. And I've also always liked being in nature. So thinking about being in rainforests, exploring parks. And so when I found out about climate change and pollution, I knew I had to do something and I wanted to protect these animals and protect um, all the greenery that I love so much. But right now it's also, I realized because of the interconnectedness that we talked about, that it also affects people. So that's how I got interested in environmental issues. Even I really love animals and nature. That's why almost every weekend we go, me and my parents go on nature trails and and to nature parks. Wow, that's really great. What's your favorite nature trail that you've been on so far? Um, Probably all of them. All of them? Yeah, nature trails are really, really fun. So I understand why you can't pick just one. What do you want to pursue after university? I'm not too sure yet, but right now I'm looking at doing graduate school um, for environmental management or environmental studies. But I might work for a few years before doing um, graduate uh, to pursue a graduate degree. So we'll see how it goes. Was it hard to get into Yale and U.S. college or like was it a bit easy? (laughs) I think it really varies from person to person. Um, but for me, I really enjoyed the application process. The interviewer that I had to get into Yale and U.S. college was really, really friendly. So I think for me, it was, it was really an enjoyable process. I wouldn't say easy because we had to, had to study really hard for my A-levels in order to get in. But I think, yeah, I think it's definitely very doable. What are your hobbies? I really like painting and hanging out with my friends. And I used to play a lot of football. Do you play any sports? I play cricket. Ooh, I don't know how to play cricket, but I know a lot of my friends do, and they say it's really, really fun. Yeah, it really, really is fun. <laughs> Thank you so much for coming on my show. You're welcome. This was really, really nice talking to you. Yeah, I really enjoyed it too. Like I said in the beginning, I hope I learned a lot. I learned a lot. <laughs> That's great. That's really, really great to hear. Dear listeners, Follow my Facebook page, Curious Vedant, to get updates on my upcoming episodes. To listen at leisure on your phone 
and get notified about future episodes, subscribe by searching for Curious Vedant wherever you get your podcasts, such as Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, and many more. You can also listen to my show on CuriousVedant.com. Thank you for listening to Curious Vedant, and don't forget to rate and leave comments.